the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. My name is Renal Silverstone and I'm your host for today. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. And thank you so much for tuning in to 101.9 Hi FM and listening to the Hi Kids show. Today on the Hi Kids show, I'll be speaking about some movies and books and about me. So don't go away, you don't want to miss this kids show. Get ready for a very exciting show only on 101.9 High FM. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. I am your host for today, Renal Silverstone. Good afternoon, Jenny. Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you for coming. It's such a pleasure. Yes. We've, we've got some interesting parks and the zoo. Can't wait to learn. Conservation. So I'm hoping to share that with you today. Well, let's begin with a very important question. When is National Elephant Day? Yes. Um, World Elephant Day is on Monday, 12 August. It's observed globally. And, of course, it's observed to highlight the plight of elephants, both captive and free-roaming elephants. So we're going to be having, for the first time ever, a free day at the zoo. Wow. A whole free day. Your schools can come through, photographers, artists that are interested in sketching, mums with their toddlers in their prams. Wow. We, for the first time ever, we're going to open our gates to the zoo. However, all groups must ensure that the indemnities are signed. So you uh, will, I'll give you an email address that you need to send, your school needs to send an invitation to. Uh, they will then send you the forms that need to be signed off by your guardians. And on 12 August, we're expecting busloads of people. Mm, wow. It's going to be packed, eh? Absolutely. And the, the nicest thing, though, is Lummi. So I don't know if you've heard about the elephants at the zoo. So we've always had Lummi. And Lummi, sadly, in um, September last year, she lost her partner, Kinkle. I now, know. Yes, Lummi was born at the zoo, and she's now 40 years old. So um, in the recent months, we acquired two companions for her, Mopani and Madiba. Ramadiba, sorry. And uh, we're going to be doing this big unveil of introducing the general public to both the elephants. And another coincidence is Lummi's turning 40 on the eve of World Elephant Day. Wow. So we're going to have a bit of a birthday party. Oh, that's so nice. All's going to start at 10 o'clock, Monday the 12th. Please diarize and again, uh, follow the due processes. Make sure your uh, indemnities are signed. And uh, we're going to have a party at the zoo. Wow. That's amazing. Amazing and lovely and interesting. Yeah. So how would people be able to do it? Like get the indemnities and how the the call, how would happen? Well, all they need to do is firstly uh, phone Nati Mvula uh, at the Joburg Zoo and he's on 016, uh, sorry, 011-646-2000. That's 646-2000. That's the telephone number of the zoo. You ask for Nati. Nati.mvola at joburgzoo.org.za. He will then revert with um, a template, a form, 
and you will have to give him your numbers, the numbers of the big groups that are coming in. Of course, if you're a mum with a pram and you want to bring your toddlers in on the day, you don't need to follow that process. We expect to see you at the gates, and at 10 o'clock the formal event will start. We're going to have elephant specialists there talking about the importance of elephants, um, what their plights are, especially the threat around Growing urbanization, poaching, all of you know about ivory being, elephants being killed for their ivory. It makes me angry. Yeah, why can't you just get it from a plant or something? Oh, it's ridiculous in this day and age that we have yeah, to. Yeah, it's so sad. Try those sort of reasons to uh, kill an elephant to get yeah. its ivory. And Especially we're running out of elephants and rhinos and. Absolutely, you know, um, they're, they're under threat And so yeah. the day again highlights the plight of these elephants uh, What we at Joburg Zoo are doing We also get a bit of a backlash Why are elephants in an enclosure And we want to tell you why in this day and age Why zoos are so important Why we have yeah. the elephants How it is a conduit to foster green consciousness To make sure that our children are more aware of the environment That they uh, have a show deep respect and understanding yeah. of why you mustn't litter, why you must love your pets, mm. why elephants and birds and bees are important. Yeah, so why we, don't you tell us why? Exactly. So we're going to tell you why zoos are important and why the birds and bees and elephants included are important. So we all live in one massive eco-chain. We are interdependent on everything in that chain. Yeah which effectively means that every action I do from getting up in the morning and starting off by brushing off my teeth or flushing that loo or all the way to going to bed the following day, there's an interdependency. We need, uh, as part of the food chain, we need the plants, we need animals, we need the birds, of course, too. They are, uh, they, we know what happens with the bees and how they pollinate plants and so on. So there's an Dependency, uh, and I would like to use one of the analogies is um, a spider needs a fly. Uh, Flies uh, need as, as, our crumbs. Uh, for fry, <laughs> they need our crumbs, uh, so, and and it goes on and goes on, and it, uh, you know the the the, the they feed uh, the green environment. Uh, the, we live off uh, mammals. We all eat like yeah. our meat. Mm. So they <laughs> too need to survive because they need good grass. They need lots of rainfall. Uh, if we pollute, the environment gets polluted. So there's a huge dependency on every one of us to respect and value the environment. And we'd like to think this is where zoos play a very critical role because every time you visit the zoo, you subconsciously, are relating to that uh, lion or the cheetah in that enclosure or the elephant where you starting to understand its importance as part of this one big family or what we call the ecosystem. So for us, it's important that when we go to the zoo, that we understand what the role of these elephants are in our ecosystem, what um, the birds do, what we do from a conservation angle, you know, we've got two massive programs. One is the Pickersgill reed frog. Now, these are little, tiny little frogs that are, have become uh, nearly in, extinct in the uh, ecosystem. Oh, so no. what? Yeah. So what we're doing is we breeding them at the oh, zoo, wow. and we released uh, a few batches already in in Saint Lucia, which effectively means that we now 
Trying uh, to making make it bigger. Sure. Exactly. We're growing these populations, and the bigger the population, the less likely of these becoming extinct. Yeah. So we're doing some amazing work. We're doing mm-hmm. the same for the blue crane and the wattle cranes. We know that our cranes, our birds, are also under threat. Um, there's lots of... Uh, urbanization happening so they're losing their habitat and for us it is how do you grow uh, a green environment to protect the bird life and so on so very important conservation programs happening at the zoo but more importantly we want to say there's a very passionate team behind the scenes at the zoo they're all very committed to making sure that all those animals in our care are looked after, are taken care of, are fed regularly, that there's a proper veterinary hospital inside the zoo. And hopefully when you come on the 12th of August, we're going to show you our medical uh, our veterinary offices where we've got specialized vets that take care of the animals. We're going to show you our kitchen. You know, n- not many people realize that, but some of our animals like your uh, lions and your cheetahs and your tigers and so on need proper A-grade meat. So the meat that we provide and the place where we, pro- uh, provide, we it. provide it and <laughs> we prepare it needs to be absolutely clean. So for us, there's all these little things that we need to do and we need to do it properly. So yeah. this is where Joburg oh, sure. Zoo comes in. We also teach children from we, the, the University of Witz will come out as part of their veterinary practicals and so on. So, again, it's a learning institution, and this is why we want to showcase on the 12th of August on World Elephant Day why Joburg Zoo matters. Yeah, I think everyone should go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're going to play a song now, but before I'm learning... I play a song. I want to say how much I'm learning about this and how much we're going to learn more about other different types of zoos after this song. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Renal Silverstone and I am 12 years old. Let's carry on with our questions. So what is it that the Joburg City Park does? Like, what do they have? Yes, so as Joburg City Parks and Zoo, we're not just responsible for the zoo. So we take care of over 2,173 parks in the city. Now, some of those parks are more developed. Your familiar ones that you probably enjoy are parks like Zoo Lake, and you go off to Innisfree Park and Delta Park and uh, George Lee Park. So these are amazing parks where you can play with your family, picnic, walk your dog, and, of course, have a good, wholesome day under the skies in Joburg. For sure. And then you have your pocket parks. So some of them are developed, some aren't, but you could go on, and we even including things like green gyms. So a proper gym that you would find in a gym, you can um, um, now find it in one of your parks. So we've got those sort of facilities. We also have uh, children... uh, Equipment for toddlers and so on And then of course uh, Like I said you can picnic But we have events in parks So events could include like the walk the talk We had Or we uh, we could have uh, a big fun run Or a big um, a, a big event in the park Music concerts and so on So there's two levels to that One we're saying attend these events um, Stay healthy Keep fit Enjoy 
some of the conservation areas as well. You can go for a hike in one of our conservation areas. You can ride a, join one of the mo- uh, mountain biking events. So Joburg's full of activities and events, and that's what we want to do. We want to drag you away from those television sets, away from those PlayStations, yeah. away from those cell phones and all those um, other things that keep you seated. We want you to be active. We want you to be happy. And we believe that every child that is outdoors, that is running around, is actually a happy child. Yeah, for sure. So we got a question from one of our listeners. Good day. How many animals do you have from Adam? Ooh. All I can tell you, I'm terrible at those questions. But what I can tell you is that we have the big five at the Joburg Zoo. Wow, that's hard to get. That's hard. And you know what? Joburg Zoo is one of the few zoos in the in the world, actually, not just the country, to have a zoo in the heart of a city. Very often when you visit some of these very popular zoos uh, overseas, you'll find that they're away from your urban settings and they're more in outlining areas and you have to travel far to get there. It's like our sand parks, hmm. the Kruger National Park, right? So we don't, I don't have the answer for that, but what I can tell you is that we have uh, the big five. We have animals from the Amazon. Some of these animals you won't even see if you visit the Amazon. They're that rare. So we have them in what we call the animals of the Amazon, which is an exhibition area within the Joburg Zoo. And there you could find everything from anacondas and boa constrictors and they're all live. And you could take those amazing pictures with them. So on the 12th of August, visit to the animals of the Amazon. We also have a a huge variety of bird life. Uh, Recently, we had some birds as well. We had some tigers. Wow. We had, uh, we've got the cheetahs. We've got the lions. We've got rhinos. Uh, And you know, you just heard the good news, the sudden white rhino. They've had um, a process, you know, Artificial insemination, yeah. and we've had the first birth where we, yeah, we, we were thinking this was going to be extinct. Wow. So this week, the World Association of Zoos have, has announced that we have the first birth of the artific- artificially wow. inseminated uh, white rhino, the sudden white rhino. So good news for conservation. You know, the worst is in, in the recent uh, millennia, we've lost so many species, everything from plant yeah. life to animal life. To dinosaurs. And, <laughs> yes, our dinosaurs are gone. So so for us, we don't want to be saying the same thing about our elephants and yeah. our lions. And it's extremely important, therefore, to protect the environment. The challenge is that there's also the human-animal conflict. And, you know, yeah. we need to understand like, that in areas like uh, Eastern Africa, farmers are being, you know, their crops are being threatened because there's a stampede by the elephants. So what do you do if you're a farmer? You <laughs> need to make a living, right? Yeah. So how do you protect your farm while at the same time allowing animals to roam freely? So there is that challenge and therefore we're saying we need to understand how humans and animals come together and their interdependencies. Oh, yeah. So with the animals, do you allow all of them to um, give births? Yes, um, in very, uh, very often when a zoo gets an animal, we, uh, we, uh, comply with national standards, uh, international standards, which says that you can only have a captive born 
animal in your zoo. So we will never take a free-roaming elephant that's, let's just say, free-roaming in Namibia and bring it into the zoo. Yeah. It wouldn't be fair to that animal, right? We comply with a particular norms and standards and there's ethics involved in our business. So we would never take a free-roaming elephant or lion or cheetah or tiger or and, and place them in the zoo. So the, um, the animal needs to be injured or not able to cope or it needs to be born in a captive managed situation. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So we would do something like that. Then we would, um, we would ideally find a male and a female. Now very often, um, not all animals gel together, a male and a female. Yeah. I mean. So we leave it to nature to take its course. And if they do have babies, then we retain them at the zoo or we shared some of these with some of the other zoos. So that's part of our whole conservation sharing program. And this is why it's so important for zoos to have an ethical partnership to qualify as a good zoo globally. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Very. So let's <coughs> say if in your zoos... Um, let's just say, hmm, in your parks, how come you have dogs and cats and birds in parks, but when you go to a zoo, you don't see any dogs or little cats? How come? Yes, quite right. Unfortunately, you can never visit a zoo with your pet. So there are some standards, like you and I, we should not be sharing our diseases with these animals in and at the zoo so we need to make sure if you've got a cough and a cold like me at the moment Mm -hmm. i should not be handling any animal because there is that likelihood that i might pass pass my cough and my cold or even far-reaching diseases like tuberculosis and so on to a particular animal so we Make sure that our zoo staff are vaccinated, that they treat it properly. And similarly, we don't want your dog to come into the zoo and, of course, um, be infected by animals within the zoo environment or vice versa. So yeah. we're doing it to protect your pet as well. But bearing in that in mind, we also have lots of feral animals. Feral animals are your like chickens and cats, and they're in the neighborhood of the zoo. So we need to make sure that they also don't contaminate, for lack of a better word, our animals at the zoo. We must take our necessary precautions. So for us, we try to keep the domesticated animals, your pets and so on, away from the zoo. But what we're saying is there are parks that you can uh, walk your dog, and you should. You should take uh, your pets out uh, to yeah, visit the Jobit Zoo. And I have, you know, Emerentia Botanic Gardens on a Sunday when the sun is setting, and there are a whole lot of people coming out with their dogs and their kids for a stroll or walk in the park. It's just an amazing view. So do that. Keep healthy. And remember, we live in a very vibrant city with lots to offer. And let's take advantage of that. Yeah. So last question. How can people get hold of the zoos and parks? Just the number. That's very easy. Besides Google, which is Joburg Park Zoo, you can also go to our website, which is jhbcityparks.com. You can visit Joburg Zoo on their website, joburgzoo.org.za. You can also share your thoughts about zoos, the state of the zoos, what we can do differently on any one of our social media. That could be on Facebook 
at Joburg Park Zoo or on our Twitter handles, Joburg Parks and uh, Joburg Park Zoo. And similarly, we're on Instagram. So we're talking to you. We just need to hear from you. Uh, we're on the social medias. And if you have a complaint, always reach out to the Joburg Connect call center. Their number is 011-375-555. This has been Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Renal Silverstone and I'm 12 years old. Thank you so much to Jenny Moodley for teaching us about City Park, um, Johannesburg City Park, the zoos and the parks. It was very interesting. And also thank you to Craig and Mandy for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye, kids. Have a super-duper day.